Hello and Happy New Year, podcasters, 2024. Coming down from the um, March for Life, I have to tell you, um, it was a very deep spiritual time of prayer and thanksgiving for what the Blessed Mother is continually doing in the hearts of our youth and to watch these young men and women and even the adults March for Life in Washington, D.C. Over a period of many, many years, I have been profoundly touched since the first time it was aired on EWTN. And I am so grateful to Father John Paul Mary for his beautiful presence in speaking in defense of the unborn and how he spoke about the Pope lifting from the women the opportunity to come to Mass even though they've had abortions or are forced to have abortions. The uh, Pope has allowed those women to come back to the church. I was deeply and profoundly touched by every single talk that was given beginning at the church cathedral in D.C all the way to the very last conversation with Father John Paul Mary. So many women are held in bondage because of a past abortion, whether it was forced upon them or self-inflicted. There is a lot of wounded women walking the earth and we need to pray for them. They need to know that they are loved and cared about every single moment of every single day and they deserve healing. So today we're thinking about close to a billion babies that were aborted. We're thinking about how our prayers are instrumental in putting an end to this intrinsic evil to end human life as we know it, to end humanity and I'm praying for every single one of those doctors and nurses and those who have taken jobs to help assist with abortion, whether it's as a front desk receptionist or answering that phone call. We know that these acts are not of God. To take a human life is not holy. To take away the ancestry from a woman is not what God or a Blessed Mother would ever want it. So this is a very serious topic and it's a very deep wound in our nation because our leaders are allowing it to continue and for the life of me I don't understand why when they know it's murder and the money that's being made off of killing life if we did the research i'm sure we'd be shocked what other reason would satan have any doctor or nurse assist in this operation to end life as we know it when life was given to us by our mother and our father by one man and one woman There was never any confusion in God's creation. This confusion is a new confusion that is being taught 
creating sadness and creating the problems I believe that our children are facing, especially our teenagers. Being able to take a pill and kill a baby in the womb, being able to go and have a surgery, there's something seriously wrong within the heart of every man and woman that think that that's okay, because it's not okay. I'm very passionate about this, and I know Mother Angelica has done such a wonderful job in wanting to protect life and share with us how sacred life is. And at EWTN, we all have the opportunity to go there and to experience healing. So today, I invite you to pray along with me for the consecration to the most blessed and sweet Virgin Mary, for those who have been afflicted with the deepest wound ever, the deepest wound of aborting their child. We pray for the healing of our nation and also for the healing that needs to take place in the world with every doctor who doesn't think that taking a life from the womb is murder. I pray for their conviction. I pray for the justice on the behalf of those billion children. And I know our prayers are gonna help us move forward and out of this intrinsic evil so that the third millennium will not even consider the thought of an abortion. O most blessed and most sweet Virgin Mary, Mother of God, filled with devotion, Daughter of the Most High King, Mistress of Angels, Mother of all believers, today I commend to your tender heart all of my deeds, my thoughts, my wishes, my desires, my speech, my activity, my whole life and my final end. And through your prayers, they may be disposed towards good, according to the will of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, that you may be to me, O most holy lady, helper and consoler against the wickedness and snares of the ancient enemy and against all enemies. From your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, graciously obtain for me the grace with which I will be able to resist the temptations of the world, the flesh, and all evil, and to always have a firm intention to sin no more. And I beg you, my most holy lady, to obtain for me true obedience and true humility of heart, that I may truly acknowledge that I am a wretched and frail sinner and powerless not only to do anything good but also to resist the continual battles without the grace and help of my Creator and your holy prayers. Obtain for me also, O most sweet Lady, perpetual purity of mind and body, so that I may serve you and your beloved Son in your order with a pure heart and a chaste body. Obtain for me from him a willing poverty with patience and tranquility of mind so that I may sustain the labors of this same order 
and that I may work for the salvation of myself and others. Obtain for me also, O sweetest of ladies, true charity, with which I may love your most holy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, with all my heart, and after him you above all things, and my neighbor in God and on account of God, and so I may rejoice in my neighbor's good and sorrow in his evil, and hold no one in contempt, nor judge rashly, nor exalt myself in my heart over anyone. Make me, O Queen of Heaven, to fear your Son, and to equally love him always in my heart. And of such benefits granted to me, not by my merits, but by those granted by his kindness, may I always give thanks. And of my sins, may I make a pure and sincere confession with true repentance that I may gain his mercy and grace. I pray also that at the end of my life, O gate of heaven, and advocate of sinners, that you permit not your unworthy servant to deviate from the holy Catholic faith, but by your great devotion and mercy, come to my aid and defend me from the evil spirits, and by the blessed and glorious passion of your Son, and through your own intercession, received in hope, obtain through him pardon from my sins, as I die in his and your love, Guide me in the way of safety and salvation. Amen. My brothers and sisters, that was a beautiful consecration. We just recited to the Blessed and Sweet Virgin Mary. And this prayer is often attributed to St. Thomas Aquinas, 1225 to 1274. If you're interested in more prayers like this, they can be found in a book titled Comfort of the Afflicted, Devotion to Mary. And this was copyrighted in 2015 with ecclesiastical approval. And um, the ISBN number is 978-0-996026-9-6. Uh, and the table of contents are really beautiful. And um, I think if we could, on a daily basis, place only good thoughts and good deeds in our minds, just maybe we would speak more kindly. Just maybe we would be more gentle in delicate situations. And just maybe we would have the heart and the mind of Jesus and our mother Mary. And we can better serve our brothers and sisters who are hurting. The Blessed Mother spoke these words when she visited her cousin Elizabeth. They are known as the Magnificat. You can go to the Bible, Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he smiles upon the humility of his servant. From this time forward, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty works marvels for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends from generation to generation for those in awe of him. He puts forth his arm in strength and scatters the proud hearted. He casts the mighty from their thrones and uplifts the humble. He fills the hungry with good things, but sends the rich away empty. He protects his servant Israel 
remembering his mercy as promised to Abraham and his descendants forever. May God bless you. May his light always shine upon you. And may you always have his peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.